Welcome to the Queen Trail Podcast. Meditation doesn't have to be sitting still and having an empty mind. The journey is such a beautiful thing because we are all on a journey. You want to make sure you have some kind of distribution plan, or at least have an idea of it, because you can make this really amazing film and it only gets seen by your family and friends. Old Hollywood is still intact. Every horse runs hard, but when they win, and they know it. They've got this little sass about them. It was pretty rough. I had to go into the water and with my med pack, swim to the beach, treat these guys, put them on my back, swim out to the helo. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen those before. And I said, what are those? And before I could even finish the sentence, she said, oh my God, you didn't touch them, did you? Even if monarchs go away and we never see one again, because there never will be monarchs again if they die out, it is just a little indicator of larger threats my dad said, so what were you guys doing in the desert? And I said, we were taking nude photos. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm really excited to be back with a reading from the wonderful Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot. She brings three full readings for autumn this month, so I'm going to keep my introduction short to get right to the readings, but first I want to provide some instruction please refer to the show notes and the social media accounts because I'll have pictures up of what the piles are at the beginning of this episode. There's an owl, a pumpkin, and a lantern. Just take a look at them and see which one you're drawn to. Or you might be drawn to two of them or you might be drawn to all of them. So the way this works is that you can scroll directly to the reading for your pile that you choose, or you can listen to this episode in its entirety and take whatever information you resonate with from each one of the readings. So the owl reading begins at six minutes, 46 seconds. And the pumpkin reading begins at 29 minutes, 25 seconds. And then the lantern reading begins at 46 minutes, 12 seconds. And before we begin, I just want to include a sensitivity warning here as these readings are intense and unflinchingly tackle hard subjects like emotional and or physical abuse, control, oppression, learned helplessness, all with a gentle and caring approach that offers thoughtful insight. But if this sounds like something that you do not want to listen to at this time, please feel free to bypass this episode or come back to it at a later time when you feel like you would like to listen to these readings. They are timeless. So at whatever time you encounter these readings, they are relevant at that time. And come back periodically. You may have chosen a particular pile today and in the future, a different pile might resonate with you. Um, I also want to remind you that these readings are not meant nor intended to take place of therapy or override any advice from a licensed clinician. They're interpretations of the cards from the three decks that Jenny used. The Slavic Legends Tarot deck, the Soul's Journey Lesson cards, and the Angels and Ancestors Oracle deck. Links for these decks and how to reach Jenny are in the show notes. Okay, and so let's get started. With that, please grab a cuppa and maybe even a notepad. You may want to take some notes as Jenny reads this month's Autumn Equinox reading. Enjoy. Hello, this is Jenny from Bernie Times Tarot here with your Equinox reading. I am going to keep this intro a bit on the short side because the readings got more in-depth than I thought they would. Uh, This is the Autumn Equinox in the Northern Hemisphere, Spring Equinox in the Southern, but I did call it an Autumn reading, but of course my readings are not time or location dependent, so the messages still apply regardless. Just as solstices are... The times of year where the days or nights are longest and shortest, equinoxes are when they are equal. And of course, during the autumn, it's also harvest time. It's when you would be gathering and harvesting and preparing for winter. Because of course, winter is when things would be more barren. It was harder to find food. And so, you know, taking what was hopefully an abundant harvest, you know, not every year would be, but being grateful for what you had and, you know, using whatever methods different peoples employed 
to preserve and to stretch out their ability to eat through the, the fallow months, right? Especially in the colder areas. Now, this reading, I decided to create my own spread for this. So we're looking at what is dying off for you during this autumn? What are you harvesting? Now, of course, this is Libra season. So happy birthday to all my Libras. The next card represents how can you strike a balance between those two things. And then the last card is ending with some advice. And I used the Slavic Legends uh, tarot deck for this reading. It was my first time using it. I really connected a lot with it. Got so many messages from it. So really looking forward to using it again. I incorporated three different oracle decks in this reading, which I also really enjoyed doing. Uh, hadn't done that in a while. So I used the Soul's Journey deck to clarify the tarot cards, and those cards depict emotions. And then I used the Angels and Ancestors oracle deck for uh, how to maintain a balance. I used the Sacred Medicine oracle for the advice. So have a look at the photos. Uh, well, just the first photo, if you're still choosing, although, you know, you can approach it however you want. If more than one pile calls out to you, then pick more than one. You know, um, you're not limited on what you can let go of or harvest this autumn. I will be back uh, next month with another reading. I haven't decided what that will be yet, or if it will be a reading, maybe it will be something else. Who knows? But at any rate, I hope this reading sparks something for you and I wish you the best and I hope you enjoy it. Pile one, welcome to your reading. So now I haven't seen any of your cards yet so we're going to be discovering this together. So for your first card, what is dying off for you this season? Your tarot card is the ten of wands and the clarifier from the Soul's Journey deck is judgment. I understand that everyone has their own unique path and challenges. Now the Ten of Wands is a card of burden. In a lot of readings it is my codependency card. And what I'm getting from this is, so in this depiction it's an elderly woman who is trudging uphill carrying a bundle of logs, branches, with a lantern. And so while this is a normal depiction for the Ten of Wands, the lantern is giving me hermit card vibes. And what I'm getting from this is a sense, your, what is dying off for you is a sense of hyper-independence. You might be someone who has a hard time asking others for help. Um, you might feel like if you don't achieve something completely alone, then it is somehow not valid. And with this judgment card here as well, I'm getting a lot of this is self-judgment. Self-judgment or judgment from others that you have unconsciously absorbed or internalized that you inflict upon yourself. And with this lantern here as well, so of course uh, we are leaving Virgo season. Hermit card is the Virgo card. And from this lantern, I'm getting that you have had some insight around where you may have absorbed some of these beliefs that you've been carrying and some of this self-judgment. And of course, a lot of times when we judge ourselves very harshly, we may tend to judge others very harshly too without even really realizing it. And in some ways, you may go easier on other people than you do on yourself for the same things. But you may also, as I said, unconsciously be judging other people because of things that you judge yourself for. And maybe you're starting to realize that neither of these things is optimal, that neither of these things are something that you want to hang on to any longer. And so that is what you are letting go. Now for the next card, what is being harvested this season? So the tarot card you got is the Eight of Cups, which is walking away from something. And in this depiction, there is a person crossing a log that is suspended between two riverbanks and they're crossing over a river while the cups fall into the river. And I love this because, you know, we're, <laughs> we're passing out of Virgo season into Libra season. Libra is symbolized by the scales. It's about balance and equilibrium. And this log here that is acting as a bridge 
between these two sides of this river is really giving me that and striking an emotional balance. And even though this is about harvesting something, the message is still about leaving something behind. And so leaving, you know, leaving this sense of self-judgment behind. And let's see what you, um, what soul's journey card you got with this. Growth. I want to expand my consciousness and my awareness. This is beautiful. I love this. So you are harvesting growth. It's not all about what you are leaving behind. I just heard some of you might have your south node in Libra because, you know, the nodes changed earlier this year. The north node is in Aries and the south node is in Libra. And so the south node pertains to things that need to be let go of that we might have to leave behind and the things that fall away from us because something has run its course. So really I'm getting that this self-judgment has run its course. Holding on and with the Eight of Cups too, now I'm getting um, with this judgment here, you may have dealt with people in your life who, um, okay, this message is this message might be triggering for some people, so I'm just going to put that warning out now. If um, if you do find yourself being triggered by this message, please feel free to listen to something else. Come back to it later if you feel it's appropriate. Otherwise, you know, if it is really triggering, maybe it's just not the reading for you right now. I'm getting that a lot of you may have dealt with... Um, a lot of emotional and especially verbal abuse in your past, maybe even in your present, people who, people who were quite um, harsh with you, with their words, people who wouldn't hesitate to put you down, to insult you, to try to make you feel small. And you may have even experienced this at a really young age from adults in your life, people who really should have known better but who, for whatever reasons, you know, some of it may have been drug or alcohol abuse. Some of it may have just been a lot of very insecure people, people with very damaged egos. Uh, some of them may have been narcissistic. I know that's a word that gets thrown a lot, thrown around a lot, but you know, it does exist. And so you may have you may have dealt with a lot of this in your life. Um, it could have been, it could have started with family members and you could have seen it come through in friendships, in work situations as well to varying degrees. And with this 10 of wands, like you may have internalized a lot of that. And I'm getting for some of you, like there's either one or maybe a couple of very specific people in your life where you really internalized the things that they said to you and took it on consciously or unconsciously as a reflection of your value and your worth. And you may have thought at the time that this was something that they only did with you because you deserved it somehow, because that was what you brought out of them. And you're starting to realize that they actually do this with a lot of people, that this is actually a pattern of behavior for them. And so you are finally learning how to let a lot of this go. And with this 10 of wands here, and I did say it was my codependency card earlier, even if the codependency part doesn't fully apply, I'm also getting that, you know, if you grew up this way, I'm getting a lot of you, you may have grown up with either a parent or both parents or whoever your uh, family or caretakers were. You may have grown up with what is called intermittent reinforcement, right? So parents or family members who might be very loving and affectionate at times, but then might also become quite argumentative or defensive. People who, you know, might give love and then take it away just as easily. You may have dealt, as I said, with a lot of verbal abuse, maybe a lot of silent treatment, but basically just realizing that you had to work for love. You may have internalized the idea that you weren't enough on your own. You may have internalized the idea that your value lies in what you do for other people or not having a 
totally clear self-concept because you were constantly being told who you were through other people's eyes and their perception was not accurate. And so you may have, again, unconsciously internalized from a young age that in order to be safe, you had to manage other people's emotions while denying all your own needs. And so you may have never learned how to verbalize your own needs or even what they are because it has taken you so long to actually like get in touch with that part of yourself. But I'm getting from this, you are leaving that behind. You have growth here. I want to expand my consciousness and my awareness. And it's this beautiful like orange and purple color you'll see in the photos. But, you know, for what you're harvesting for autumn, you know, finally breaking through some of that. I am also hearing betrayal blindness, which is something that will come up when you deal with things like intermittent reinforcement. So that pattern is something that you may have seen, again, unconsciously repeat itself throughout your life in many different areas. So you may have experienced an intermittent reinforcement with friends, with uh, romantic partners, even with bosses and colleagues. You know, um, you may have found yourself repeatedly in workplaces where you felt like you were chasing someone's approval that was never going to give it to you or repeatedly going back to or continuing relationships with people who did not know how to be emotionally vulnerable or who didn't know how to show you the love that you needed. And part of that was because you didn't know what you needed. Even if you did, you didn't know how to ask for it. And you may have unconsciously, again, absorbed this idea that you weren't worth getting your needs met, that you, that you couldn't ask. You may have absorbed the idea that there was no point in asking because you weren't going to get what you wanted. So you settled for what you could get, in a sense. And you may have felt like you were just lucky that somebody loved you. And so in order to have that love, in order to keep that love, you had to dismiss your own needs. And you may have done that completely unconsciously. But then you wake up one day and realize that you're deeply unhappy. Or even for some of you, it may not have been like that you were totally unhappy, but just realizing that you weren't fulfilled. That you weren't fulfilled because you kept finding yourself in things that weren't really what you wanted. But it was because you never really fully learned how to figure out what you wanted because you were too busy just trying to survive because if you grew up this way, I will guarantee you have been living in survival mode. You're breaking out of that with this judgment. That's what's dying. Self-judgment and being afraid of other people's judgment and learning how to just embrace who you are and what you want and how to express that more authentically rather than feeling like you have to hide because there's always going to be someone who's going to pop out and try to cut you down. Because if you grew up that way, then you have internalized that and your nervous system has grown up thinking that staying small is safer than putting yourself out there. And because you constantly had people around you that were only too happy to reinforce that idea for you, you know, and, and a lot of them probably unconsciously, you know, but looking back, you may be realizing that was part of the role they played in your life. And so really learning how to break out of that. Now, my God, okay, that was, <laughs> that was a lot more than I thought was going to come out. So for the next card, how can you strike a balance? Because this is Libra season after all, right? So how can you strike a balance between these things? Now it's supposed to be one card. You got two, which also feels very Libra. I use the Angels and Ancestors Oracle for this. You got Sky Father, Trust in the Unknown, and High Priest, Intend and Create. And just right off the bat... Um, some of the synchronicities between these two cards. 
So Skyfather has an eagle on it. High Priest has a hawk on it. I think that's a hawk. Um, and they're facing the same direction as well. And birds have that bird's eye view. They're able to zoom out. They're able to see things from a higher perspective. And with the Skyfather here, there's lightning on this card. And lightning always makes me think of epiphanies, of insights, you know, especially sudden insights. And so whatever insight you had about this um, aspect of you about these patterns in your life, you know, I feel like this is really telling you, like, keep going. And it says trust in the unknown, trust in yourself. And then followed by intend and create. And just what I was saying, like that feeling of finally getting clear on what you truly want, on what you want to attract, what you want to embody and create. In your own life rather than uh you know you may have spent a lot of your life unconsciously giving your power to other people because again if you grew up in this type of environment you may have felt thwarted many times if you are someone who was you know is or was naturally straightforward and honest and looking you know libra is very libra is the diplomat Libra is about how we share our energy with others, particularly when we disagree. It's about how we reach agreements. It's about how we communicate. So intend and create. If you are someone who is naturally straightforward and honest and likes to talk things through with people, that only works if the other parties involved are willing to do the same, right? But if you are dealing with someone who cannot be honest, either with you or more especially with themselves, because if someone can't be honest with themselves, then they sure as shit can't be honest with you, right? And so if you are someone who um, you may have, again, unconsciously absorbed a lot of learned helplessness, because if you were a child in a situation like this, you may have felt thwarted at every turn. Anytime you tried to, you know, be honest and direct, you may have been met with indifference. You may have been met with lies or even gaslighting. I know that's another, you know, buzzword people like to use, but it does happen. Now, just having a disagreement with someone is not gaslighting. But when someone intentionally misleads you, that is, or has a chronic pattern of invalidating your feelings and your point of view. Now, someone can disagree with you about your perception of something, but you are entitled to your feelings. Your feelings are your feelings, right or wrong. And so it's up to you to investigate where those feelings come from. The other person or people may disagree with your perception, but your feelings are yours. So with trust in the unknown, again, so you may have spent a lot of time questioning your own perception, doubting your own point of view, and unconsciously giving your power away to other people because you are prioritizing their point of view over your own and their needs over your own. And you're finally learning how to really Trust in yourself, again, that hermit energy, really going within, really getting in touch with who you are at your core before all of this crap, right? Before all of this bullshit that people told you, that made you feel less than, that made you feel like you weren't good enough, really getting past all of that, I just, I had to pause because I, I feel so much sadness and heaviness here, but with this growth card, with this Eight of Cups and these two cards, there's so much hope and optimism here, right? So if you have experiences, if this reading is resonating for you, you know, process whatever it is that you need to process from the past, but know that there are better things coming for you. And it can be really easy to beat yourself up and wish that you had seen certain things sooner. 
but you saw them in whatever time you saw them. So be grateful. You know, I'm not saying that in like a snotty way, but I'm just reminding you, be grateful that you saw it at all and that you have gotten free or you are getting yourself free and you can finally start to move on because again, once you get really clear on what it is that you truly want and who you are and what feels right for you and Again, that might be something you've never fully explored. You never fully allowed yourself to explore. And that might have all been completely unconscious, right? You may not have even had the slightest clue you were doing that to yourself. But if you're still listening, then you must have. Because, you know, if this isn't resonating, then this isn't your pile. And I'm hearing that betrayal blindness again. So not continually trying to get people to love you that have proven that they aren't capable not continually going back to people who hurt you to people who have even betrayed you and to people who ultimately don't see you because if they did see you then they would value you and if they don't know how to value you then why do you even want them in your life so, I spoke about learned helplessness earlier. Being more intentional about our lives, about what we want, about the things that we create, the relationships we build, the people that we connect to, the places we find ourselves, especially when it comes to work. We spend most of our lives at work, right? I'm not going to go off about that right now. But this is all speaking to your ability to change some of this for the better in whatever ways that is appropriate for you, whether it is all just a matter of changing your outlook, changing internally, or whether there are outward circumstances that you are realizing you need to change. However easy or difficult those may be, you do have the power to change certain things and even the things that you may feel like you cannot change. You would be surprised when you start to set certain things into motion, when you have that shift. You'll be surprised where the universe can meet you halfway. So, your final card of advice from the Sacred Medicine Oracle. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, walk in a good way. Realign. And as someone walking down a road, they can see the sun in the distance and there's either an eagle or a hawk. And so again, this is all about intentionality. This is all about, you know, you had the Eight of Cups, which is another card of walking away. Um, I was talking about the hermit card earlier, this is someone who is on their own path, who is following their intuition, who is going where they are led. And when I say where they are led, not led by another person, not led by their fears or by their internal judge, but being led by their intuition and by spirit. You don't have to believe what I believe. You don't even have to believe in a higher power if you don't, but at least take it as you are being led by your own inner guidance, and that inner guidance is a lot clearer because you are much more deeply in touch with who you are as a person without the influence of other people's opinions or other people's needs or demands on you. So that's what you're bringing in this autumn. It's beautiful. I wish you the absolute best of luck. Please do feel free to reach out. If you want to leave a comment or talk about your experience, if you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. Again, I'm wishing you the best of luck and a happy autumn. Pile two, if you chose the pumpkin, this is your pile. So for your first card, uh, your first tarot card, what is dying off for you this autumn? You got, let's see, Ace of Wands. Interesting. And for the clarifier from the Soul's Journey deck, you got grief. I understand that losing something is an opportunity to appreciate it. 
And it's interesting too because this card is orange, which is, you know, very fiery. Ace of Wands is fire. Now, what is dying off? So I'm getting with this grief card here. You may have felt in previous relationships, you know, whether this and and this applies to all relationships, right? It's not just romantic, but you may have felt oftentimes in your life like if you didn't make something happen, it wasn't happening. You may have felt like you may still feel like you sort of have to force things sometimes that it's your job to make things happen or push people to do things. You may feel like if you don't do it, it doesn't get done. But that is what is dying off for you. I'm getting that, you know, you may be realizing places where you've overextended yourself in ways that you never intended to or meant to. And you may have really burnt yourself out at times by taking on too much that wasn't yours to take on, especially when it comes to things like relationships. If someone wasn't putting in enough effort with you, maybe you just need to let them go, right? And I don't know, I'm, I'm switching between past and present tense here. So, you know, this is still a general reading. So for some of you, this may be looking back on uh, patterns of yours. For others, these are ongoing relationships that are in your life presently, because, you know, Ace of Wands is action and passion and it's a beautiful energy. But if it's burning you, then that's not good. Because wands are fire. And fire, it can create and destroy. So yeah, you may have felt far too often in your life like you were the one who had to hold everything together. You were the one who had to make things happen or they wouldn't happen. And you may have unconsciously carried a lot of resentment towards the people around you for not helping. But I'm also hearing that, you know, it may be a time to also take some ownership for places where maybe you haven't allowed other because sometimes, sometimes people do this because they need to feel a sense of control in their lives. And they may not know how to relinquish that control, even when part of them really wants to. But there's a lot of times, this is not me personally, but I have certainly experienced this with other people. And so it might be it might be real easy to get yourself in this space where consciously you're feeling resentful that you have to take on so much and that you get so little help, but you may not be fully conscious of the places where you push away help, where you do not allow room for other people to make decisions to take control of things, or to assert their own will or opinions. So, what are you harvesting this autumn? Your tarot card is Ace of Swords. Holy shit! I haven't looked at any of these cards. This is very interesting. And what is the clarifier? Empathy. I am open to seeing both sides of a situation. Holy shit! Wow, this is beautiful. So Ace of Swords, swords are air. Swords are much more logical. It's much more cool, calm, collected kind of energy. It's that feeling of looking at a situation more logically, who, what, when, where, why, right? Taking some of the emotion out of it. And with grief, I mean... That is a very strong emotion, right? We've all experienced grief, probably multiple times over, the older you are. And so, again, I'm feeling like you are letting some of this go. You're learning how to relinquish, or you will be, right? Maybe you're just becoming conscious of this is something that you do or have done and need to address. But I am feeling like you are realizing places where you need to let go of the reins a little bit. You need to relinquish some of that control. Now, Ace of Swords is still a very, like, in-control card, right? So it's not that you are losing anything, necessarily. You are gaining the ability to, A, let yourself relax a little bit, let yourself off the hook for some things, but also allowing other people, A, to help you, B, to assert themselves, and their own wishes, their own will. 
and you know, with this empathy card here, because when you need to control things that tightly, a lot of times that doesn't allow for change. It doesn't allow for variation. And so you may have been holding the people around you to very specific roles that you didn't necessarily realize you were doing or intend to do. And so as a result, you may be realizing that the people around you and, you know, here you've been like, in your mind, sacrificing, putting in all this time and effort to make things better for everyone, right? Or at least to keep things functional and running, but not realizing that you weren't allowing the people around you, you weren't seeing them as they are. You were seeing them in the roles that you have assigned to them in order to like get whatever this business of living, <laughs> you know, this project that you had in your mind. Maybe you were approaching life like it was a work project. Maybe you've been talking to your family and your friends like they're your employees, right? People don't appreciate that. People don't always like that. And you may have been so dedicated to maintaining this role and unconsciously maintaining that control that you may have not realize that you really weren't giving the people you love a lot of room to grow, to breathe, to express themselves, to improvise, to do something new, to take a new approach. And in doing that, you weren't allowing that to yourself either. So I'm getting with this, you are um, maybe getting out of that fieriness for a while and taking a more relaxed, and swords don't necessarily give me relaxed, but in this case, it does, you know, fire versus air. It's that, that feeling of like moving from a storm to like a gentle breeze. That's the feeling I'm getting right now. And just learning how to let go a little bit to allow the people around you a little more grace. And in doing so, allowing yourself a bit more grace as well. Allowing life to unfold as it will, because it will, with or without you, right? A lot of times people, you know, those kind of type A, very controlling type of people, you know, it can come from a lot of places, but I know that oftentimes it can come from good intentions or it can come out of a need that you may have developed early in life to try to stay safe, you know, or you may have been a caretaker very early in your life to a parent, to a family member, or just been left to your own devices a lot, where you had to keep control over everything to survive. So I'm not saying that this is coming from like a bad place, but our coping mechanisms, and we all have them, we develop them oftentimes at ages where we don't have a lot of options. And so we go with what works, right? But at some point, as we get older, those coping mechanisms can become very maladaptive and the intention with which they were created, they're no longer serving that function. And in fact, they're holding you back. And part of being an adult, part of being conscious is learning how to recognize those places. We have outgrown those things and learning how to replace them with new mechanisms that are healthier that are actually actually serve us better, actually do comfort us and make us feel safe in ways that help us rather than hindering us and those around us. Um, there was something else I was getting from this. I haven't even... <laughs> These readings are coming out a lot longer than I intended, but I got to go with the messages and I, uh, that I'm getting. And with the sword here too, you know, a lot of times if you, if you feel like you're trying to keep to a plan in your head or a schedule in your head, and this is something that like no one around you has a full concept of, right? And like no one else is fully like on the same page with you about like, this is just sort of like something you've constructed in your mind that might feel very arbitrary to the people around you and doesn't match up with what they necessarily want or need in their lives that unconscious resentment and anger and it, okay and again i 
you know, we're leaving Virgo season, we're entering Libra season. Virgo is a sign of service, but the lower expression of that energy can be resentment, can be like feeling taken advantage of when you're doing things that no one asked you to do, right? And so you may have unintentionally been very harsh or cutting with some of the people around you because they weren't keeping to your plan, except that they never agreed to your plan. And many of them didn't even know what it was, right? And so I feel like that is what is changing for you. Learning to have more empathy for yourself and for others and learning how to go with the flow a little bit more. So your next card is how can you strike a balance between what you are letting go and what you are bringing in. And I used the Angels and Ancestors Oracle for this. Ooh, you have Moon. Take note of intuitive messages. Now, Moon is definitely a divine feminine archetype. But when I say feminine, I mean a yin energy, a receptive energy, right? And just exactly what I was saying, going with the flow, Letting things be unknown. The moon in tarot represents the unknown, intuition, dreams. So again, it's that sense of learning how to be more allowing with yourself and the people around you and allowing life to unfold a bit more naturally and realizing that accepting what's not in your control, first of all, because what I'm getting from this is like really trying to micromanage the universe which isn't even possible and which is why you may feel burnt out if this reading is resonating with you. Why you feel burnt out sometimes is because you're spending, you're expending a lot of energy on things that you really have no power over. And again, we all know that comes from somewhere, that feeling of like needing to feel like you can control things that you don't, but you can't. And so again, learning how to take that energy and direct it in a more loving way towards yourself and towards others and learning how to allow for learning how to okay what I heard was learning how to allow for a little more magic in your life learning how to stop and literally smell the roses learning how to get out of your head a little bit more and really allow yourself to enjoy the little moments and maybe some of you do that already, but maybe it's time to do that to a greater degree than you have been. But particularly for those of you where you feel like you're always so busy and so rushed and so focused on the 10 trillion things that you are trying to juggle, that you have forgotten how to just stop and take a breath and just, just enjoy what is around you? And I, I have lost track of the amount of times where I've been stuck in my own head and then suddenly realizing that there's so many beautiful things happening around me that I was completely tuned out of because I was too busy stressing about some stupid thing that probably wasn't even something I could control anyways. And just stopping and like, you know, noticing the way that a certain tree moves in the breeze realizing that there's like a hummingbird flying around you or a butterfly or realizing that like you can see a cat up the road whatever it is even if you're in the middle of the city and there's no spot of green around you it could even be the way like a freaking oil puddle has like a beautiful rainbow in it beauty can be found anywhere Certainly, it's harder to find in some places than others, but it is literally everywhere if you know how to look for it. So, your last card of advice for Autumn is from the Sacred Medicine Oracle, and it is Medicine Bag Gather. I was speaking about maladaptive coping mechanisms. I feel like this card is encouraging you to really start to explore what are some new coping mechanisms you can develop? What are some new tools that you can add to your tool chest of things that are healthy for you, that nourish you, that make you feel good when you feel that need to control, right? Because a lot of that comes from fear, from a fear of the unknown, from a fear of like, 
what could happen. So when you get into that place where you start to feel fearful, you need a way to self-soothe, right? We all do. We all deserve that. And so rather than, you know, your old method of self-soothing, which may be try to control more, like clamp down tighter, rather than doing that, what are ways that you can self-soothe that help you to stay in the flow, to take life as it comes, to take people as they are? And that's going to be different for everyone. But not only do I feel like this card is encouraging you to do that, but it is saying that it's in your power to do that. If you have had the power to manifest and create as much as you already have in your life, then you also have the power to change and you have the power to create a way of life that is more balanced and fulfilling for yourself and for the people you love. So I hope this resonated with you. I wish you the absolute best of luck. Please feel free to reach out if you want to comment or give any feedback about the reading. And if you do want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. Happy autumn to you. Pile three, if you pick the lantern, this is your reading for autumn. So for your first card, what is dying off? this season for you let's see the tarot card you got two of wands and your clarifier from the soul's journey deck what is dying off for you acceptance i'm learning to accept the things i cannot change interesting because the two of wands is all about wishing for something looking towards something that you want so i'm getting from this acceptance dying off and two of wands acceptance of where you are is dying off because with the two of wands the two and the three of wands are very similar it's someone looking out across the horizon they're looking towards the future they're looking towards what they want but in the two of wands they haven't actually left yet it's usually a person who is like standing at the top of a castle in the three of wands They've already moved. They're they're usually on a hilltop. So they're already like in the middle of the journey. Whereas the two of wands has not begun yet. And so I feel like what is burning off for you, what's dying off for you is any sense of like stagnancy or complacency that you may have had. This acceptance of like maybe feeling like, well, this is my lot in life. This is where I'm at. This is what I've chosen. And I feel like it's saying, no, I don't accept this anymore. I can change this. Learning to accept the things I cannot change. That is important to do, certainly. But part of that is also discerning and realizing what is within your power to change. And sometimes that can be a lot more than we think it is. And with this two of wands in particular, it's like this person's already... Hmm. It, there's a there's a dichotomy here. You will see in the photo, but this person is um, they're looking out. They're on some sort of balcony or turret, and they have a map unfurled, and they already have like this belt on them, which suggests like they are getting ready for a journey. And there's a river here, and any body of water in the tarot talks about intuition and dreams, and so there's that fire and water balance of like. The passion and the drive coupled with the intuition. Now, what are you harvesting this autumn? Let's see what we have. Oh, tarot. Two of coins. Two and two. Interesting. And we are entering Libra season, which is all about balance, right? Very interesting. Now, what soul's journey card do you have? Oh, I love this. And they're the same color. Okay, you will see in the photo, these two cards, they're the same colors. They look very similar. What are you harvesting? Trust. I accept that my inner voice will always guide me correctly. I love this. So the two of coins, you know, it can talk about a choice. It can talk about going back and forth between two things. It can talk about a conversation, you know, but it can also be about balance. 
and where we balance one with the other. And I was just talking about fire and water. And so learning how to balance your drive and your intuition, your acceptance and your trust, learning to balance like what you can and cannot change and realizing and accepting that you have the power to control more than you may have previously thought. And so, yes, sometimes we have to go with the flow. Sometimes we have to accept certain circumstances that are beyond our control. And yet, we can also trust in our inner voice to guide us to where we need to be led, to put into action the things that we can, and then to allow the universe to do the rest. Now, your next card you know, because it is Libra season and it is going to be autumn, how can you maintain a balance between these things? How can you keep your equilibrium? What do we have? Oh, <laughs> heart guardian, love and let yourself be loved. So again, like this sense of not being afraid to tap into your own heart, to tap into your own inner guidance and intuition, but also to accept help from others where it is helpful and welcome and wanted, to allow yourself to be helped, whether that is by other people or just by the universe itself, being open to the signs that you're receiving on which way to go, because you definitely want to go somewhere with this two of wands. And there's so many autumn colors in this, but the two souls journey cards are purple and purple also represents that sixth chakra, which is your intuition, which is your third eye. And I usually try to avoid doing this, but um, in pile one, pile one, uh, I did talk about learned helplessness and feeling disconnected from your inner voice or feeling beholden to the opinions of others and I feel like there's some of that here with this two of wands um you may have held yourself back in places or kept yourself small in places because you were afraid of trusting yourself you may have been told by other people that you shouldn't trust yourself that you should trust them instead and this is telling you you're not doing that anymore I feel like you are finally learning to accept your own power, your own strength, and learning to accept places in your life where you may have made choices, but in the moment you may have felt like you didn't have a choice, like you only did what you could do. And you may be looking back now and realizing that that was a choice, that there was another way you could have gone. But for whatever reason, you could not see that at the time you were not equipped at the time and that is okay and so with this trust it's like being okay with places in the past where you may not have seen things clearly places in the past where you may have held yourself back not beating yourself up about that but accepting the power that you have now accepting the power you have to change your life and your circ circumstances and again the two of pentacles here two or two of coins in this deck it can be about a back and forth or about a back and forth conversation and so any sort of nagging inner voice that you may have inner critic whether that's just yourself or it may be in the voice of someone you know or have known or were raised by but it is learning how to shut some of that out to maintain your balance and your equilibrium through connection to your own center. And pentacles are the suit of earth. And this person is, you know, in a tree, balanced, and looks very much like some sort of like wood nymph or forest creature. And yet, beneath the tree branch, you can see water. And so again, it's that sense of being more firmly rooted and grounded in who you are as a person, in your own inner guidance, because you are not losing sight of that, that deeper intuition that you have. And going back to the two of wands again, you know, I talked about this balance between water and fire. And because the, the wands are in the foreground, and they're not anywhere near, you know, the fields, that this person is looking at and yet I get this sense that there's like a danger there that like something might need to be burned something might need to be burned away or cleared away 
in order for you to take this journey and to walk this new path. And so part of that acceptance might be accepting that there are certain changes you're going to have to make and that there might be certain people in your life that cannot come with you on this journey, that cannot see whatever it is that you're becoming and just may not resonate with this new chapter of your life. Now, that is up to each of you individually to discern. I'm not telling you to break ties with anyone that you don't want to. But oftentimes, when we begin to change ourselves or change our lives, we start to see that there are certain people around us who may no longer be compatible with whatever this new life that is taking shape for you, whoever it is that you're becoming you may have some people around you that are not going to be compatible with that anymore who may not be willing to accept this new chapter or just don't belong anymore and it's amazing how sometimes when those things happen sometimes you have to make a very clear choice and cut those ties very consciously other times with other people it's like they just kind of drift out of your life so again, it's like the universe with Heart Guardian too. This card does speak to like angelic protection. So whether you believe in that or not, whether you believe in a higher power or not, but this does talk about the universe supporting you and helping you along the way. So your last card is some advice. And this is from the Sacred Medicine Oracle. And you got Seer prophecy oh i love this so okay so both of the in this card and heart guardian this person has their hands over their chest and in seer there's literally light beams coming out of their third eye i was talking about the third eye chakra so again trusting your intuition i mean it literally says seer prophecy you know what it is that you need to do you know where it is that you want to go so you need to trust yourself and you need to trust the universe okay so i'm getting for some of you this might be a career change with the pentacles here as well this might be a career change uh it doesn't have to be it could be for some of you you might want to go back to school for something get certified in something or start a business. And again, this doesn't have to apply to all of you, but with the cards here, for some of you, this might be a spiritual or an intuitive business. You might want to become a tarot reader. You might want to get into Reiki. You may want to get into a mediumship of some kind. It doesn't have to be. But for some of you, this may very well be that you are being called towards uh, some sort of intuitive practice or business. It doesn't have to be a business, but it may just be something that you want to do in your personal life or explore. And this is telling you that you already know. And if you don't know, this message isn't for you. Or maybe you're being called to something and you're not sure what it is yet, but you know it's something. And so this is encouraging you to tap into your own intuition, to do some meditation, whatever, or maybe just explore and go out and try some new things and, and have some new experiences and see where you're guided and see what you enjoy and what you feel called to pursue further. But either way, this is telling you that the knowledge you seek the first place you need to find it is within and let that guide your steps because there's so much intuitive energy in this reading and there's so much fire here but like a very gentle kind of fire is what i'm getting and let that guide you try not to you know and look if you have certain emotions you need to process them, process them. I'm not telling you to suppress anything because that doesn't do anyone any favors. But if you have a lot of anger towards yourself or towards other people or just past situations that you feel may have suppressed you or held you back in some way, try to process some of that. Try to be clear-eyed about it and have empathy towards some of the other people where it is deserved, right? And that is going to vary for each of you. Try to have empathy for yourself and others. 
but also, you know, process what you need to process, but then move forward knowing that even if things didn't happen in the timing that you wish they would have, that you're making things happen now, you're moving forward and embrace what it is that you're being called to wholeheartedly and without shame. So I wish you the absolute best of luck. I hope this resonated for you. If it did, please feel free to reach out, to comment, to share your story. And if you do want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. I'm wishing you a very happy autumn. I hope that one of those readings resonated with you and helped you progress more confidently in your life's journey. Please be sure to come back next month for another reading meditation or other bit of fun magic that Jenny might have up her sleeve. Please check the show notes for how to get in touch with Jenny Ruiz at Burning Times Tarot and also check the social media pages for pictures of the piles and the cards that were pulled for each one. Please also keep sending in your questions and comments. I read them all. If you have a fun, amazing, or inspiring story to share, drop me a line. I'd love to hear it. The world needs more amazing stories. Please also take a moment to rate this episode because your ratings really do help move this podcast closer to the top of searches so that my friends and I can reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing more upcoming In the Company of Friends talks with you. So be sure to follow me on the socials and the dot com all at the Queen Trail Podcast. That's T-H-E-Q-U-A-I-N-T-R-E-L-L-E Podcast. I am Syl Annan, the Queen Trail, and until next time, I wish you passion, adventure, healing, self-care, and 